It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast. We're talking with Arby Khan from Ray White AKG in Brisbane and Sydney. Hey, welcome to the Real Estate Podcast, Arby. Thank you for having me. And we're going to be looking at mortgages in the market at this time. And if you're looking for one, what does that look like in February 2022? Avi, already next month is March. We are well underway into this year. And people, it seems, have not even caught their breath when it comes to a mortgage. Of course, during COVID, there's been a lot of people getting into investment second, third and fourth properties. But there is always this big difference between a first home buyer and the investment property buyer and the mortgage loans and how they look in both equity borrowing from an existing property versus a wage performance borrowing from a first home mortgage seeker. So what have you been seeing between the two? Is there a widening of the gap? I think when we look at what COVID's done to the market, it's we had initially we had a lot of predictions that everything's going to go down, the house prices will go down, people are going to lose their jobs. So we we came into the COVID period all these predictions that everything's going to be going to be doom and gloom out there. But what we've seen transpired has been totally opposite. And at the moment in the market, probably for the last six months, we've seen a perfect storm of buyers being first homeowners coming into the market and investors coming into the market as well. And that's had a really strong upward influence on prices. So we've seen different things happening with first home buyers and investors. So with the prices going up and the value of homes going up, second and third time investors are tapping into their equity a lot at the moment and buying those homes from their current place of residence. So it's really becoming really difficult for first home buyers to compete with those investors coming into the market because they have the borrowing capacity to go in. They're buying under the auction conditions and very strong plays from them over the last six months. So We've seen a lot of different things happening in the market. As a result, first-time buyers have been shifted into different areas where they haven't been looking before. They're trying to buy townhouses and units, which were very deflated in the last two, three years. We've seen a lot of concentration, a lot of demand for new homes. We've seen a lot of demand for land. So the competition between those two groups is causing a lot of different things to happen in the marketplace at the moment. And are you a little bit surprised about just picking up on that point about townhouses and apartments, I guess, especially in Brisbane, because there's a lot of townhouses and apartments that weren't really elevating in price over a, a period of time. But when COVID hit, as you rightly say, suddenly there's this volume just coming into those two areas. Yeah, look, we had an oversupply of apartments and units probably about 18 months ago. With the advent of COVID, these things have been in hot demand and now there's no, there's very little stock of them. So the prices are going up and countering with that is that the cost of build has gone up as well. So there's things that take six months to build or taking 12 months to build. There's lack of materials. So the existing stock has been very, very much in hot demand with buyers. And that's why the townhouse and units market is absolutely soaring at the moment. I mean, sometimes it's two, three days and things are sold, whereas these things would take 60 to 90 days to sell maybe 18 months ago. So townhouse and units have been a real winner in this whole COVID upsurge of the market. And are you a little bit concerned maybe? I don't know if concerned is the right word, but there, there seems to be a lot of people that are very much gearing 
into those second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth investment properties. And it's like, well, you better just slow down here because, you know, if something happens, you potentially are vulnerably exposed. Well, you know, we have a saying in real estate, the best time to buy real estate was yesterday. The second best time to buy is today. Of course, there's a lot of predictions about what's going to happen, especially with APRA and interest rates, if they start going up, what happens to the borrowers that have three or four mortgages? So yes, that is a concern for a lot of people. But I think with the growth in capital rate, the growth that we're seeing in in properties, people just want to have their money rather than sitting in the bank in property because it's, it's appreciating, right? So yes, it is concerning in a way. But I think the investors are very smart. I think it's not like the growth, the borrowing we've seen pre-APRA changes three, four years ago. I think the borrowing we've seen is sustainable. If it wasn't, I reckon the rates would have gone up last month. The market conditions are still very good for those investors to come in. You know, we talk about the water cooler conversation at work, but I think a lot of this is driven by over-the-fence conversations with neighbours. You know, they're getting together, they're having a bit of a chat. And, you know, one neighbour will say, well, I just bought this apartment in Brisbane and suddenly, oh, right, okay, whereabouts was that? One doesn't want to miss out on the other one outperforming. And I think a lot of it is just being driven in circles around the neighbourhood. A hundred percent. And, you know, the, the safest bet always whenever we go through, you know, a crash in the market or COVID, bricks and mortar has always been the safest bet. I think that average mum and dads are looking at it and saying, hey, what are you buying? Why can't I do this? Or you you borrowing, pulling equity of your house? I'll do the same. What are the good buys out there? So there's a lot of it has been driven by that. People talking about their purchases or what their investment plans are. And COVID's just got people a chance to talk about it. And, you know, people are generally staying home. They've got nothing to do. They want to invest money. The mums and dads have been driving the market more than anything else. Yeah, I've never heard real estate being spoken about as much as what it has been over the last couple of years, which kind of brings me to my next point, and that is that there's a lot of comments around about COVID and what COVID has done with people with money. In other words, the rich are getting richer and the first home buyers are really struggling. These are the comments that are circulating. So what are you seeing on the ground with direct contact with clients in terms of that space? Look, I think housing affordability has always been in people's minds forever. I think, But it's just with COVID, it's amplified at the moment. Just with the growth rates we're seeing, I mean, some suburbs are going up by 30%, 33%. We've got suburbs of, at the moment, their demand's up by 120%. So if you don't own a home, if you didn't own a home pre-COVID, it's harder for you to get into the market. That's that's become the case because your money is appreciated in your value of your home. So yeah, it is it is an ongoing conversation about housing affordability. But I think there's plenty of suburbs out there that people can afford to still buy in. You just have to look a bit outer from where you're looking at currently. So there's very affordable suburbs still out there. You're just not going to get what you want. You might have to go 10K away from the city or 20K away from the city, but there's still suburbs out there that are very affordable for buyers. And in terms of mortgage volumes, what were you seeing towards the end of 2021? And what are you expecting in, let's say, the first half of 2022 in terms of mortgage volumes? So when we look at mortgage volumes, we look at the transactions in the market, how many properties have sold. So when you look at Brisbane, when you look at Queensland, when you look at Sydney, the market is generally growing everywhere, meaning there's more houses being sold, thus there's more mortgages given out to people. So 
the market has extended. People are selling in a more rapid pace. There's more new builds coming on. There's more land coming on. So the mortgage volume has definitely grown. And I think that we haven't seen anything slowing down as yet. So we do expect more of the same unless the government steps in with APRA changes or the rates go up. So at the moment, it's hard to predict what's going to happen, but the volume hasn't gone down at all on the ground, ground level. Well, Avi, it certainly sounds like you are going to be extremely busy with your Brisbane and Sydney operations. Hey, thanks so much for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast and no doubt we'll probably talk again into the future. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.